Greetings, comrades, and welcome back to another Comrade Cast. And I apologize for the brief hiatus. I was actually on my annual summer vacation, took kids down to Kootenay Lake in eastern British Columbia in the interior of BC there. My dad has very deep roots in that area, and it's just one of the most unspoiled little gems of what humanity left out there in the world. Very clean, no smoke in that area, thankfully. And it was just a beautiful time, really great time to spend time with family, unwind. And I've done a lot of contemplating over the past couple of weeks. Um, you know, just like I said, down by the lake, it's a pretty good place to uh, do some self-reflection. Let things marinate in your head and uh, see where they come out. In any case, what I want to talk about today is pretty much exclusively from said marinations over my little vacation there. I have two topics I actually want to talk about today. And what I think I'm going to do is actually split them up into two different episodes, but cheekily find a way to get back on the numerical schedule. So I did keep tabs on current events over the vacation. And thankfully, it doesn't seem like anything super important happened over these past two weeks. Nothing that I feel like I really need to spend a whole episode talking about. We will be touching a little bit on our second episode, which is going to be a more geopolitical themed episode. We're going to be doing a update on the Russo-Ukraine war. I feel like it's been a while since we've done one. And over the last couple of weeks, I've been thinking, of course, been following what's been happening and thinking about what's happening. And I've got a good news, bad news type of episode in that regard. But for the first part of the episode or the first episode, what I actually want to talk about is there have been a couple, I guess, sort of stories floating around the internet. You know, those kind of Reddit, I'm on the asshole stories or what have you that uh, go viral and everybody reads and then they comment about the situation, talk about it amongst themselves. One of the great, great ways to bond with people in the 21st century is talk to them about a Reddit story, and ask them what they would do in that scenario. In any case, there's been two stories that have really done the rounds in the last couple of weeks. And I think they're a little bit old at this point, but what the hey, I do want to go back and talk about them. And they link to some of the themes we've been talking about in terms of how to think about and how to adequately respond to emotions that are completely and totally rational and completely and totally natural within a situation. I feel like a lot of these stories really go back to these kind of themes and using specifically more themes of Zen Buddhism and meditation on how to solve or at least approach these problems because i got some interesting comments and feedback and even a little bit of criticism on some of the things i said in that last episode i feel like this story is a pretty good framing reference to look back and uh, tackle some of these things people brought up to me what i'm referencing here specifically is when i talked about the best way for us to deal with our emotions is to effectively in their time when it's appropriate we essentially embrace them we feel them we let them say what they need to say to us. We then let them go and go on their way. I want to bring up two criticisms or two, two criticisms or two points that people brought up to me in regards to that. So without further ado, let us get into this. This was, this is actually on relationship advice. I, I first, I was thinking that these were all from, am I the asshole? But no, this one is, uh, this one is not. And this one, you probably have already read yourselves because it is as of today, three weeks old, and I do apologize, or you may have heard another YouTube channel talk about it. Like I said, 
This one has been doing the rounds because it is pretty extreme and it did definitely break my heart when I read it. So what are these two points that uh, people brought up to me? Well, the first one is sometimes isn't anger justified? To which I say, yes, absolutely. There are plenty of points in our lifetimes which anger will be more than justified. Again, the point is more talking about how, particularly for men, that idea of righteous anger, I think, gets really overplayed or even sometimes exploited. So there are absolutely moments of justified or righteous fury. Our society, however, seems to promote this idea of righteous anger a little bit more than it actually should exist, right? We should have righteous and justified fury over the fact that our 21st century civilization still has homeless people, still has people that starve to death, still can't resolve these crippling addictions and mental health crises. I think that these are all things we can reasonably be angry about and have justified anger about. However, times like our favorite team losing an important game, maybe not so much the time for anger, right? Maybe anger in that moment is not exactly the most justifiable. I hope you understand what I'm trying to say here. And the reason I bring that one up specifically is because this story definitely did make me angry. And I think it made a lot, obviously, judging by the responses from people in the comments. And again, other people have talked about it, made a lot of other people angry too. But the one thing I always like to remind people about these kind of stories is that that we don't actually know either the girl or the guy involved in this story. We have no idea who they are, where they live. They could even both entirely be fictional. They could be made up. They could be figments of this guy's imagination. We have no idea. So I think we always have to take at least some grain of salt. Actually, no, I want to rephrase that. Not so much that we should take them with a grain of salt. But I think we should remind ourselves that these are not indicative of most people's relationships. These are not indicative of the way that most people interact with one another. These are not indicative of the way most people are together. These are people posting their extreme stories on the internet asking for advice one way or the other. If you read a story like this and come away thinking, well, every girl is going to act like this girl did from the story, you definitely came away with the wrong message, I think. And the second point, and this is more of a criticism, is if someone said to me, well, that's all fine and good, comrade, but what do I do when someone doesn't recognize that my emotions are natural, basically, that we are in a state where I should naturally be able to express sorrow, to express anger, or to express maybe a more positive emotion, what have you. I'm in this moment where I should be allowed to, given the circumstances, express what I'm feeling. However, other people or sometimes a more kind of societal pressure or societal feeling at large is keeping me from being able to express my emotions in the way that I want to. And that is a very valid criticism. And we're going to talk about that right now because I think, again, that this story really brings up the perfect uh, lens to talk about that through. So let's jump into it here. I'm going to read it word for word. So there is no ambiguity. Um, I'll read the title just so you guys know. She called me pussy when my dog died. Is it over? Spoiler alert. Yes. All right. So diving into the story here. I've had this dog for 10 years plus since he was a puppy. 
it was time to put him down, as he was very old and very sick. And I was very sad, as you can imagine. This dog was like a family member to me. His loyalty was second to none. Well, as I was mourning his loss, in the days ahead, I occasionally cried, expecting my girlfriend of three years to maybe comfort me. She instead told me to get over it and stop being a pussy slash man up. It was just a dog. This caught me by surprise. Not knowing what to say, I was just like, yeah, you're right. But now I can't even look at her the same way. I thought I was going to marry this woman, but the feelings I had for her just seemed to disappear. I almost feel nothing when I look at her. I don't know if this feeling will pass and I will regain the love for her, or if there really isn't anything there anymore. I haven't told her, but maybe there isn't fixing this and the relationship is doomed. I'm not sure how to move forward. So let's read the first edit here really quickly. Thanks for your comments and condolences for my dog. It's more than what my current girlfriend did. I say current because I've decided that I'm breaking up with her. If I'm being honest, I knew I was going to before I made this post. I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't overreacting. It's hard to be with someone that doesn't really care for you when you needed them most. As far as the whole man up thing goes, it was always taught to me my whole life. Don't show emotions. Yeah. I guess it was right to some extent, because this is what happens the first time you do. It's just a dog makes me mad more than anything. The bond I had with my dog was unbreakable. Holding him as he goes and feeling his final breaths broke me. I think he knew it was his last time. He licked me for the last time and then went to sleep forever. Really sad, really depressing story. Really devastating. And, of course main point that people are talking about is how his girlfriend treated this guy when he showed emotion over losing his dog. And I think we can all agree here that losing a companion like that, that you shared a bond over a decade with, that you've come to know that has been there through you for the good times and bad, and you've been there for them through their good times and bad. It is extremely natural and reasonable to be sad and mourn the loss of that companion. I think we can all come to a semblance of an agreement here that the girl was absolutely in the wrong for acting like this and saying this to this guy. So one of the things is before I actually did this story, I showed this one to my wife and I asked her what she thought. And of course she thought that this was appalling for the most part. The one thing that she did say was this was like right after the dog died right that his girlfriend said this this wasn't like three years later after the dog died and he's still having emotional breakdowns and stuff like that if it's years down the road and he's still breaking down then i can get her having a talk but even then the way she did it like with like how harshly she did it trying to come down on him calling him a pussy and questioning his masculinity I don't think that that's really appropriate, even if he was a total blubbering mess, honestly. But she's well within her right to say, hey, listen here, it's been three years. You've got to get your, your shit together. You need to get over this. I'm here to help you, but it's been three years at this point. Let's please move on type of thing. She has absolutely every right to say that at that point. But again, I still don't think she has a right to really demean him in that way.
But of course, this, according to what the guy's written and according to the story, this was days after uh, he lost his dog in the days ahead. You know, I don't be, want to be one to ascribe what would be a natural mourning period for losing your dog. I think it definitely depends on the person. But I think we can come to at least some sort of a consensus, right? That maybe three years is too long and three minutes is too short type of thinking or whatever. We can come to some sort of reasonable thinking on this, depending on the person and depending on the dog and the relationship and that sort of thing. And I think for my dog, for Max, who is approaching, unfortunately, that age and is becoming an older dog, who knows how long the mourning period for my dog would be. You can never answer that question until it happens. I, but based on previous experiences in my life and losing pets in my life, Usually it's like a couple months, like two or three months, and then the mourning period is over and life as it does just continues to march forward. But the fact of the matter is if my dog died and I showed no emotion about it, I'm pretty sure my wife would be like, what is wrong with you? You're some type of inhuman monster type of thinking, which is in my opinion, I think how most women would react in that kind of situation. They would be more shocked if you weren't showing emotion and you weren't upset over losing your companion versus being upset that you were sad and depressed over your loss. But when it comes to what my actual opinion on something like this is, I think that I'm actually going further than what I've seen most people say. And I feel like this is uncharacter and characteristic of me. I don't like to be the kind of person to make really brash and declarative statements but I do 100% think that what this girl did to this guy is emotional abuse. In my opinion, there's no question about it. I do think that there is a question of whether or not she actually intended to hurt him. I think that it's very possible that this woman was just effectively raised that way. Maybe by her father or maybe by society at large. I think this is what she actually thought about men. and. This is how she, at least up until this point, thought that a man shouldn't cry under any circumstances. I think it's very possible that this could just be how she thinks men are and how she thinks the world works. Of course, this is not an excuse for her behavior in any semblance. Ignorance is not a defense. I think I'm just less enthusiastic to attribute direct maliceness to her rather than she is just extremely ignorant and stupid and doesn't understand how human beings work. But regardless, though, the reason why I think that this is abuse, and the reason in particular this really breaks my heart here is this second part here where he says, as far as the whole man up thing goes, it was always taught to me my whole life. Don't show emotions. I guess it was right to some extent because this is what happens the first time you do. And that, again, that just made me so sad for this guy. Because now, because of what happened, and because of this experience, the next time he is sad because he, he lost a loved one, he lost a companion, maybe he lost his job, maybe he just had, maybe he just had a, a really rough day at work and things are really getting him. Who knows, right? Anytime he has this feeling of being justifiably sad, he is going to be reminded of that moment when his ex-girlfriend called him a pussy for crying over his dead dog. And that's going to fuck him up. That's going to mess him up. 
And you know what's going to happen? He is going to take all of those emotions that he feels and that he should be able to express, of course, crush them all deep down and then let them out in the only emotion that men can feel, which is, of course, anger. You're just going to create a bitter fucking human being with this kind of mentality. That's just one thing that I have no tolerance for. And this definitely goes for whether it is men or women. If you are telling anybody that they shouldn't feel the way they feel in a moment of totally natural justification, you are, you're, you're a piece of shit. You are definitely 100% a piece of shit, terrible human being. Because like I said, that is the way. And I think men are definitely more vulnerable in this regard than women to getting fucked up. Because it definitely, not only are you probably reinforcing for them what society has taught them their entire lives, you are doing this from a position of someone that is supposed to be close to you, that you are supposed to be vulnerable with, that you are, that you open yourself to and is supposed to support you. For them to react this negatively and this hostily, it's awful. And in that point, what do you do, going back to the whole point here, what do you do when someone is not letting you express your emotions in a time when it's obviously natural? That is a moment, in my opinion, of justifiable anger. And you would be completely justified in letting that person know exactly what you're doing to them and exactly how they are messing with your emotions and the consequences of that. And particularly if they're someone close to you, they should be receptive of that. Obviously, doing this to someone who doesn't give a shit about you, it's not going to matter, right? They don't give a shit about you. They're still going to treat you like crap. That is the moment when you need to be more assertive, right? And you need to stand your ground and say, listen, my dog just fucking died. I need some time to work through this. And if you aren't going to support me, you can get the fuck out type of thing. I think that would be a completely reasonable response for this guy in that moment. And I think that there's a real good chance that if he had actually done that, that might have actually made her be like, holy shit, what I'm doing right now is awful. I, I, I need to actually be there for this guy. Because again, it's possible that she doesn't actually know that this, what she's doing is so awful. Because like I said, it's very possible that she is just completely ignorant and was just raised this way due to circumstances and societal pressures and whatnot. And by him pushing back, might actually just shake her up a little bit and be like, oh crap, what I've been taught is not the appropriate way to be dealing with people's emotions. Um, I need to be going about this a different way. Of course, if she was being genuinely malicious, then it not matter, right? Nothing you would say matters at that point. So just to wrap this up here, because I think I've made my point, move on to the other story here. We'll just wrap up with how it all came to a head and what happened at the end of the day. Edit number two, I had a number of comments asking for an update, so instead of answering them all, I will update them here. We already had a mini-date planned to take a walk slash dinner that evening, and I broke the news to her at that time. I kid you not, as I was telling her, my phone was buzzing from this Reddit with notifications about the post. I told her that her comments on my grieving made me lose feelings for her, and that it would be best to separate for now, as I didn't feel right about us. She did cry, and although I was tempted to say stop being a pussy, like some comments suggested, I did not. Although they were halfway out, I almost cracked a smile thinking about it. I hope I don't come to regret it. I don't think you will. Chum, I don't think you will. I hope I don't come to regret it, but at this very moment, 
it feels like the right thing to do. I'm planning to get another dog at some point. Maybe this one will be from a rescue shelter. Hopefully my next girlfriend is an animal lover and we can bond over that. Once again, thanks for the comments slash condolences and for sharing your own pet stories. May all our pups and other pets be waiting for us. At least this guy got out of this toxic situation. And I hope that in the future, he won't take it to heart as much and he won't let it really affect him and the way he thinks about the world moving forward. But we'll see. All right. With that out of the way, comrades, let us go to our next story. And I was tipped on to this next story from a left-wing YouTuber, one of my favorite left-wing YouTubers out there. That is none other than Big Jewel. Oh, this is his subsidiary channel, Little Jewel. And the thing about Big Jewel is that he is actually the left-wing YouTuber that I would say more than other left-wing YouTubers I disagree with. Of course, I by a large agree with the guy. He and I would probably agree with on between 80 and 90% of policies. But sometimes there is something about my boy Jewel that comes off as a little smug and can rub people the wrong way sometimes, I think. Nonetheless, even when I don't agree with him, I usually find myself thinking, well, at least he presented himself and what he thought in an articulate manner and in a manner that I can respect. It's funny, I actually made two videos about this cake guy. I'm going to link you guys to the videos and what, and his response to them. I do have, however, the actual Reddit story posted up here. Just to make guys we can see what the hell actually talking about all right so i am going to again read this to you guys in full and then of course you can make your decisions and conclusions from there this was posted 18 days ago am i the asshole for being honest with my girlfriend when she asked me a question about the birthday cake she made me i 35 male had a birthday yesterday and my girlfriend 36 female offered to bake me a cake. I told her that I would prefer a chocolate cake, devil's food, with chocolate icing. Nothing fancy. She's usually a great baker, and I guess she thought that what she did wasn't sophisticated enough for something. She baked me a chocolate cake with vanilla icing between the two layers of cake, and then surrounded by chocolate frosting. The cake was fine, but I was disappointed in it because it wasn't exactly what I wanted. She must have noticed and asked me if I was disappointed. So I was honest with her, and I said yes, I was disappointed. It wasn't the cake I asked for. I said, if I wanted vanilla in a cake, I would have asked for vanilla in the cake. I didn't make a scene, I didn't pout, I even ate half of the slice of the chocolate part. She got upset at me and said, but I've made vanilla cake for you before, and you've liked it. I pointed out to her that I don't mind vanilla icing, but it's not what I wanted for my birthday. Her feelings were hurt, and she even pulled a, I'm not going to make a cake for you next year, to which I replied with, well, then I will order my own cake and get my money back if I don't like it. Apparently, this was the last straw, and she asked me to leave, and then she later texted me that I embarrassed her in front of her children. And now she won't reply to my messages. I think birthdays are important things, and I feel like I was honest with her when she asked me. I didn't want to lie about it. My friend told me I should have been grateful that she made a cake for me at all, especially that one, as I've eaten it and liked it in the past. Maybe I overreacted a bit, 
though I don't feel like I did. So I hope to get a second opinion on Am I the Asshole? Excuse me. So I hope to get a second opinion, Am I the Asshole here? And he puts in a brief little edit. After looking at the comments, I've apologized to my girlfriend for being the partial asshole, but I also asked her for an apology as well because the way I looked at it, the results were 50-50 on whether or not I was or wasn't, at least when I skimmed through. She hasn't replied. She hasn't replied yet, uh, but I assume I'll hear from her today. She is probably just thinking about how she can best. <laughs> oh, man. So I hope this guy, I was more on this guy's side, honestly, until I read that fucking little edit there. Now it's zero points. Zero points. Well, that was fucking funny. So unlike the last story, which was pretty one-dimensional in my opinion, this one is a lot more actually a multifaceted in terms of what's going on. And while I do agree with some of Big Joel's conclusions in his videos or in his video about this one, there are some things that I have some strong disagreements, I would say. I'll just give you his basic take in a nutshell is that he came down very hard in the sky. He said that you're the asshole, essentially, that you should be thankful that your wife baked you a cake. And the way he responded to her questions was, I believe he called it particularly snooty. I think was the word that he used. Very snooty in his responses and very, very negative and demeaning otherwise. And for me, I think that that, and for me, I think that that opinion is a little bit too far. You're taking the bus driving a little bit too far down the road there, Joel. I'll talk about how I would react to this if it were me and my wife in this situation. Although my favorite, even though I'm lactose intolerant, is a Dairy Queen ice cream cake. And it's what I get once a year for my birthday. And I play through the pain. I, I rarely deviate from that tradition. So don't really have Jasmine make cakes for me. But she, she has in the past, honestly. Regardless, though. So the way I would look at it, if I were in this position, in the guy's position, and I had asked for this particular cake, and my wife had made mostly what I wanted with a little variation, to me, that's like an extra surprise. Like, yes, a little extra is, is the way I would have interpreted it if I were in that guy's shoes. And I think that's probably the way she hoped he would interpret it when she made the cake. But apparently this guy is a chocolate fiend because he asked for chocolate devil's food with chocolate icing. And what he got was chocolate devil's food with chocolate icing around the cake. And then in between the two cake layers was a little bit of vanilla icing. So very close to what he wanted. The only differentiation would have been to replace that inner layer with chocolate icing uh, keep it uniform with the rest of the cake rather than putting vanilla in there. So anyway, I guess this guy's a chocolate fiend. He really likes chocolate and he really wanted chocolate for his birthday. And I think that that is perfectly okay. Where I think this guy really messed up is actually how he expressed himself. Because I think it's pretty clear that his wife, or excuse me, I guess it's his girlfriend. I, I, I always think in these stories that everyone's married. I guess it's probably because I'm married. But in any case, it's pretty clear his girlfriend never intended to hurt him. And the guy has every right to express his feelings and express that he would have preferred it if it had stayed to his specifications. He has every right to feel that way and tell her that. But I think he really, again, messed up in the way that he told her. So let's just go over this real quickly here. Well, the cake was fine. I was disappointed. It was not what I wanted. She must have noticed and asked me as I was disappointed. So I was honest with her. Uh, yes, I was disappointed because it wasn't the cake that I asked for. 
And here's the thing. Again, he's completely justified in saying that he is not happy 100% what happened. But I think he needs to be, especially with his girlfriend, a little bit more empathetic and understand that she put an effort for this and in no way wanted to hurt him or upset him or diminish him in any way. So he has to frame this in a way that takes that into account. He's got to say something like, listen, baby, he may be Elvis. Listen, baby, listen, I really appreciate the effort that you did at making this cake for me was delicious but i am just a guy who really really loves chocolate and i would have appreciated it if you just left the vanilla out so it could all be chocolate next time express his feelings in a way that is also empathetic to the care and effort that his girlfriend went through him to make this cake in the first place but even then the way he expressed it with just mild disappointment whatever it's not that bad to me the point where he really goes over the line is his well Next time, I'll just order the cake that I want and return it if it's not right type of thing. That is just, to me, a total dick thing to say, right? That doesn't help anything at all. That doesn't get you anywhere. That just makes her upset and doesn't get you anything returned. Maybe some sort of self-satisfaction over the fact that you made her upset. Very unhelpful. And like I said, just throws a firebomb into an already incendiary situation. For this one, I just think it goes back to the point where, like what we talk about on the show a lot of the time, I know a lot of people would really like to think and really like to believe that only what you say matters. This is not the case. This is not real life. How you say it matters just as much. This guy is more than justified in expressing his disappointment, but he's got to do it, or he should do it at least in a way that is respectful of the care and effort that his girlfriend also put in for his birthday. The fact of the matter is, is that when you are able to show people that you understand where they are coming from, they're much more liable to look at where you are coming from as well. Anyway, I wanted to bring up this one because again, I think it is pretty multifaceted in the sense that I do think that that guy isn't wrong because he expressed that he was disappointed or didn't get what he wanted. But I think he was wrong in the way that he went about doing it. Because effectively what he did with this whole situation was make it not about the cake itself, but about his response to the cake. And that's just, as you can see, a clusterfuck. And Big Joel in particular, or rather a little Joel, when he did his uh, response video or when he did his video about this story, when he did a second video more rather about the story he went over like all of the different comments that people were giving him and why they were wrong and one of the ones that he basically dismissed out of hand was that the guy um could be disappointed with getting the cake at all right and that was i think what really bothered me about his response video um you can be <laughs> We, you know, we teach people, we want people to be true to themselves, right? And again, there's nothing wrong with anybody expressing a disappointment or frustration that, especially when she asked him expressly what he wanted, and he said expressly what he wanted. I think that is definitely where there is room for disappointment. So for example, let's just change the scenario. Scenario is exactly the same 
The only thing that is different is that his wife did not tell him that she was going to bake the cake for his birthday. She just surprises him on his birthday with this cake that's chocolate icing, that's chocolate, with chocolate icing and vanilla icing in the middle. I bet you 100% that guy would have been tickled pink with that outcome. The whole thing that really injected all of this kind of unnecessary expectations is her asking him what he wanted and him saying what he wanted. And then I guess it being different than what he said upset him. Again, if she had just made a cake for him without saying anything, I'm sure he would have been extremely happy with that. Sometimes, I guess, if you're going to do a good deed for somebody, it's better to just surprise them. They'll be happier about that anyway because they weren't expecting it, right? One of the issues, probably, for that guy is when he told her that he wanted this type of cake, in his mind now, at his birthday, he is eating this specific exact type of cake and enjoying it because it's his favorite type of cake or whatever. And his little fantasy is not how it all turned out to be. And he was upset about that because she set up these expectations for him. Sometimes the small unexpected gift is much more appreciated than the large pre-planned and expected one. In any case, that is enough, I think, on this particular topic. I have went on about this for way more than I would have liked to. I actually had a third part that I was going to put onto this one. But like I mentioned that when I draw up the episodes, when I draw up the plans for these episodes, I don't always know exactly how long I'm going to talk about every single topic. And sometimes things just get left on the cutting room floor. With that, we are going to end this first mini episode, mini chatter that is all about all the stupid relationships and human stories that I read and thought about when I was on vacation and wanted to comment on once I got back to being able to record. With that, I want to thank you guys for watching. This has been DeComrade signing off for now. And I hope you will join me very shortly because once I'm done right here, I'm going to start recording the next episode, which is going to be another shorter episode. This is going to be a big update on the Russo-Ukraine war. And I hope you guys enjoyed this one. And until next time, you guys take care.